Welcome listeners to another Cohut Radio Channel podcast. Cohut is a new flexible office space. We offer desks, private offices, spaces and more. Think of us as your turnkey office solution provider, merging the best of office leasing and co-working solutions to make your life easier. Today we welcome one of our residents, Nick Hassam from Riask. Nick heads up Riask, a nationally based company delivering catastrophe risk services in the insured tech industry globally. Yes, that's right. Another local company selling its services globally from Adelaide. Hi Nick, how are you? I'm uh, very well, thanks Peter. So, tell us, do you enjoy being a Cohut resident and if so, what do you enjoy? Well, yes, certainly enjoy being a Cohut resident and I think there's probably probably two things that I enjoy about it and, and it would be hard to separate them. Firstly, obviously, uh, the facilities here, everything uh, is here as you would expect it to be and, uh, and, and what you would require in a co-working space. We've got meeting rooms, we've got uh, all the facilities that we require from, a, uh, from a, um, an operational perspective, uh, such as high-speed high speed internet, uh, printing and scanning and faxing and scanning capabilities, uh, plus all of the other uh, elements of the workspace itself, such as breakout areas, kitchen uh, and the like. So, all of the elements that we require to, uh, you know, to operate our business and, uh, and, and to do so in a, in a very comfortable uh, way. And I think the other thing that's obviously I really enjoy about uh, Cohut is the location. Um, this side of town in Adelaide is, uh, is fantastic. It's uh, got a great combination of proximity to things uh, that, that we need to do, such as you know, uh, banking and uh, and potential clients that are sort of in other parts of the city, but also has uh, great accessibility and and, uh, and quaint and quietness and in some ways quirkiness about at this end of town. So really enjoy the Hut Street precinct. Um, it's easy enough to get to and accessible and also still provides access to the other parts of the city that, uh, that we need from time to time. So yeah, those two things, probably in equal measure, I think. Great, thanks Nick for that. Really appreciate that. Um, so, Nick, tell us, what public good does your company and its services uh, provide? Well, look, we, we build global climate risk models uh, using some fairly uh, sort of cutting-edge technologies, including things like artificial intelligence uh, and lots of high-performance high computing. Uh, and effectively, what, what we do is we provide uh, clients and uh, and I guess you know the world at large a better understanding of catastrophic risk. So what we're interested in doing is helping organisations better understand how they uh, and the people that they service might be affected uh, adversely by, uh, in particular, the extremities of the climate. Uh, so we do a lot of work in the tropical cyclone uh, modelling space and we help our clients to under better understand how it is that those uh, those particular hazards can affect and impact uh, the people that they re respond to. And I guess that's in two different areas. One is in sort of established markets where we deal a lot with the insurance industry. So we provide insurance firms with an understanding of how their uh, exposure is, uh, is, is affected by the risk from these hazards. But also in emerging economies as well where we're helping um, you know, a different group of, uh, of, of clients 
better uh, facilitate um, community understanding of hazard and, uh, and I guess helping emerging economies to better, better uh, prepare and mitigate for, for catastrophic risk. So a few different areas where we're, we're sort of trying to help, um, help uh, organisations to, uh, to, to better understand how they're exposed. That's, uh, that's really interesting, Nick. So uh, what would you say is your unique proposition? Well, look, I think, uh, you know, the way, the, the, the end game of, uh, of the solutions that we're building is, are effectively models that help organisations to, you know, to determine how best to um, mitigate and transfer risk away from themselves. Historically, that's been done very com compartmentalised um, and with much more of a view to history than sort of uh, the current view of, uh, in particular, climate and, and, and how, how the climate is evolving itself. So our approach is actually global. So rather than uh, dividing the world up into discrete, uh, what we call basins, where, uh, where climate actually impacts uh, in the extreme ways that it does in terms of hazards, we actually take a global view. So we take information at a global level uh, and create solutions uh, that look at um, every single place on the earth. So that's certainly one key area. And the other one, uh, the other area is in, in that our models are very much climate aware. So they understand not just what's happened historically, but also what's happening with the current climate. Um, and that could be as recent as, uh, as last week or, or, or the last month. Um, and also uh, increasingly looking forward into the future. So one of our tools is a, a forecasting tool which helps organisations understand how it is that uh, hazards are actually developing in the, in the very near and short term. So uh, those are the two sort of key areas that we focus on for bringing something new to the market, a very global approach and uh, an approach that considers you know, the most recent uh, and, and sort of future potential climate scenarios. So by the sounds of it, Mick, uh, you're actually in quite a few different uh, regions. So um, you're not actually just centred in Australia, you're, you're looking at uh, these opportunities uh, globally. Yeah, very much so. Look, um, uh, we, we uh, work in a number of different markets. We have a big focus at the moment in Europe, uh, where obviously there are a number of large uh, you know, sort of global organisations that are interested in understanding, better understanding uh, the way in which these hazards can potentially impact them, whether that's, you know, organisations like uh, the United Nations or, or the World Bank or, or other organisations such as, uh, you know, global insurance and reinsurance firms. So we, we are sort of, you know, focused in all markets. Um, we do obviously have a specific interest in the Australian market because of our presence here, but also because of its exposure to uh, because of its exposure to natural hazards, uh, in particular in the north of the country. So, definitely looking at markets outside of Australia and and, and Australia as well. So, there's some interesting uh, partners or clients you just mentioned there as well. Absolutely, yeah. Look, it's um, it's an exciting space. There's a lot of people who are interested in this. Obviously, climate is very topical at the moment, so it's it's just one of those situations where we've come in at a good time to to potentially provide solutions uh, where there is you know a bit of a gap in terms of capability. So, uh, what motivates you to get up every morning, Nick? Uh, well, look, you know, we're we're obviously uh, we're doing some very interesting stuff, and I think it's. 
the way in which we use technology in particular um, in terms of artificial intelligence, in terms of uh, the high, high performance computing. Um, I have a background, a tech, technical background, um, as you well know, Peter, in, in sort of information science. And I think it's always motiva motivated me to get up to, you know, to try and solve the next technological problem because we know that technology has immense capability of solving all, all manner of, uh, of humanity's problems. And that certainly is one of the things that, that, that motivates me a great deal. I guess the other thing that motivates me a lot is, is family. And whilst it might be a little bit trite to say it, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely something that encourages me to, uh, to make sure I get out and uh, put the most in each day. Uh, so a bit of a combination of the both there. And, uh, and a growing family you've got. Yes, so, uh, yes indeed, <laughs> as you well know. Yes. And uh, so in five years, where do, you see your, where do you see yourself in your company in five years? Yeah, look, it's a really good question. Uh, obviously, we're growing at the moment in terms of development. So we're doing uh, a lot of heads down, a lot of uh, development of our actual products and services. We're working both with individual clients, but also sort of in a, in a bit of a greenfield space to build, building products that we that we hope to sell in the future. So, you know, in five years, I'd imagine we'd have a well-established suite of products and services. Uh, I think we, those services and products would be embedded within uh, a broader range of organisations uh, here and around the world. And I think we would like to think that we have a presence in all the relevant insurance markets, uh, wherever they lie, whether it's uh, you know Europe and the UK, uh, North America, places like Bermuda, and, and, and the emerging markets in places like Singapore as well. So we'd be keen to sort of be you know well established over that time period, and uh, and and focusing on sort of expanding our, our, our capabilities and also our client base. So. There's definitely a lot of growth here for you, um, nationally and internationally, and uh, it'll be interesting to see where, where you end up in five years, so uh, don't no, forget us when you're famous. No, no. <laughs> famous, I think, uh, is, is probably not one thing you often say with, uh, with climate scientists, but, uh, or, or perhaps for the wrong reasons, but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're certainly uh, ambitious enough to, to think that we can, we can go some way. Excellent. No, that, that's really great. Great to hear, especially from a uh, Adelaide-based entity as well. When you've got uh, other people across Australia as well in your organisation. Yes. Yeah, we've got some. Uh, we've got people in in Sydney. We've also got people in the U. We've got a person in the UK. So we're we're quite well distributed. And I think that's one of the things about the sort of the modern co-working space is you need to have you know, the facilities that enable you to, uh, uh, to facilitate that and certainly we find that here with, you know, good internet um, coverage and the ability to sort of uh, break out and, and get on the phone with those who are remotely based is, is uh, certainly advantageous. So that's pretty much a, a, a must-have for all, all new uh, co-working spaces and we've certainly got it here at Cohart. Okay, thank you. So here's a few uh, non-business questions for you. So uh, excellent. Dear, dear to my heart. Okay. So, uh, what's your favourite sweet or cake? Uh, well, look, if this one's dear to your heart, uh, Petty, you're going to be quite disappointed because I I, uh, I don't eat sugar. Okay. Great deal. <laughs> I gave it up a couple of years ago. I mean, obviously, I eat it in some context, but uh, I don't eat a lot of uh, sweet things. I'm very much a savoury man. But if 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 I was still eating sugar, I'd probably have something. 
uh, you know, quite sweet. Something like a, a Starburst lolly or something like that. I used to, I used to be quite partial to those. So, um, so there you go. Okay, well, I'm, I'm pretty partial to a range of sweets. Oh, so I can imagine that's one of my uh, downfalls. <laughs> and coffee, what, uh, what kickstarts you in the morning or keeps you going during the day? What type of coffee? Oh, look, it's going to be two, two flat whites in the morning. I'm, I'm drinking soy milk at the moment, but I, I can drink regular milk as well. Uh, but, I, but occasionally in the afternoon, I've got to, got to go for an espresso or, or potentially after a nice meal at night, I'll, I'll even have a, an espresso to finish off the meal. But uh, yeah, I, I, can't, uh, I can't leave the house without having one flat white uh, and I've got to have another one in the morning to, to make sure I can see through to lunch. Okay, well, Nick, really appreciate your time and uh, spending uh, spending your time for this interview, and uh, we wish you all the best for your uh, trajectory growth. Listeners, uh, stay tuned for more interviews uh, with residents and some special guests. If you want to know more about RIASC, uh, go to our website, uh, and you can uh, hit the link there. So our website is www.cohutt.space, S-P-A-C-E, or follow us on Instagram or Twitter with at uh, Cohut Space. Thank you.